Hello, hello everyone. I hope you guys are doing great. My name is Christian. I'm a spiritual mentor and you are tuned in to Talks from Sacred Solidarity. I hope you guys are doing awesome. Let's get right into this episode. So we are going to be talking about how to overcome being a people pleaser. And there's so much that goes into this. So we're going to be talking about where the energy of a people pleaser even comes from, how to work on releasing that energy and letting that go. You know, why do you feel this is where your value comes from? Why do you feel this is your gift to be a people pleaser? How to heal, but not be a people pleaser, how to be generous and, you know, still have your boundaries and still be the person you want to be, but also protect your space. So that's what we're going to be getting into. Again, I hope you guys are feeling awesome. Make sure you guys follow Sacred Solidarity on the Instagram. I believe we're going to start meeting up once a month in Dallas, Texas for a nature walk around the trail. So if you guys are interested in that, if you're in the Dallas area, then definitely make sure you're following us at Sacred Solidarity on Instagram. But yes, guys, there's basically just not too much going on. You know, you can still apply for the inner child course. That's still going to be going on at the end of this year you guys can check out my instagram at real r-e-a-l-p-i-x-c for all of my links and stuff in the bio the book club and all of that and we're going to be reading sacred woman again to close out the year so if you've been wanting to read sacred woman by queen of fool we're going to be reading it in the sacred solidarity book club called enlightened reads you guys can search on instagram at enlightened reads it's free to join all you have to do is get the book that we're reading and get into it um and this is going to be the seventh book that we are going to be reading sacred woman we are currently reading the alchemist and we're almost done with that but it's been great. It's been going good. Um, and I appreciate everybody that's been tuning in, but let's go ahead and get into this episode, guys, how to overcome being a people pleaser. So we're going to get into just being a people pleaser overall, because I definitely feel like overcoming it really lies in why you have became a people pleaser in the first place. And of course, we know we got to take it all the way back to childhood, y'all, like everything else, right? So you are introduced to the type of person you are, you know, the type of person that people want you to be, how people respond to you, you're introduced to that in your childhood. And we are all wired differently. Some of us don't care about being liked. Some of us don't care about being picked on. Some of us don't care about being popular. Some of us do. And I feel like whether you do or you don't, we all have to go through the space of wait, just because other people want me to do this doesn't mean I should do this, you know? We talk about peer pressure. We learn about peer pressure in high school and even in middle school, probably elementary school now, you know, getting pressured into trying drugs, getting pressured into drinking and smoking cigarettes and just, you know, not having a mind of your own being in a space where everybody has to think for you, being in a space where you're not comfortable enough following your own insight. So you're looking to everybody else for guidance. You're looking for everybody else to affirm what you should be doing because you don't feel like you haven't figured out yet. You know, I feel the basis of being a people pleaser. I don't even know if there's one basis of it. I think it's so many things that go into it. I think we can become a people pleaser if we want to avoid confrontation. If you're the type of person that doesn't like confrontation, you're going to be a people pleaser more than likely because you're going to just do whatever you feel somebody wants so there can be no problem, so there can be no issues, so things can be kept 
copacetic, but something that the people pleaser doesn't pay attention to is how they are feeling while all this is going on. Because while you are drained, while you're getting that temporary satisfaction, because it does feel good to have people love you, to have people flock to you, but how do you feel after that party when all you did was entertain everybody else and you feel more empty than you felt when you showed up? How do you feel after a long day when you just showed up for everybody, did all the errands, you know, canceled whatever you had to do, was late to the function you had to be at because you wanted to take care of this and take care of this for everybody else? How do you feel? Do you feel fulfilled? Do you feel like, wow, you know, my kindness is such a gift. My generosity is such a gift. Or do you feel like I have to stop doing this? I have to create a boundary. I have to draw a line in the sand. And I think the relationship that you have to your giving determines if you're a people pleaser or not. Some people love to give and they have a healthy relationship with giving. They know who they can give to, who they can't give to, who's going to be able to return that energy, who's going to take it and run with it and bring more leeches back so they can leech off of you too, you know. People react differently to your giving and everyone isn't going to take advantage of you. Everyone isn't going to just see you as a space where they can go and take, take, take and pull, pull, pull and just leave you empty in the side of the road while they're, you know, living lavish with everything they just sucked from you. Everybody doesn't do that. Some people will only take from you if they know they can replenish what they've taken. And that might seem like a rare occurrence for somebody that's a people pleaser, but that just means that you have to pick better friends. You have to be more aware of who you have in your life and who you got on speed dial. And I have a couple of people in my life that are very, very kind, very loyal, very sweet. And you bet your ass they get taken advantage of often. You get taken advantage of in business, in friendship, in love, because you cannot give everybody wiggle room. And what I feel is the people that want wiggle room aren't the people that need it. The people that you end up giving that wiggle room to are people that haven't even asked for it in the first place. Think about the people that every time you give them something or you help them out, they turn around and they bless you right back. Think about those people that give you that gratitude. They appreciate you for every little thing that you do. Now think about the person that never says thank you, doesn't really appreciate it that much. Who do you think is asking less? The person that's asking more is going to appreciate it less than the person that's not even asking at all because the person that's not asking doesn't expect you to go out of your way for them. They don't expect that of you. Similar to how you don't expect anybody to go out of their way for you. A people pleaser is never expecting somebody else to please them. You're just always in the energy of taking care of this person, taking care of this person. So when anybody gives you a crumb, you're going to jump on it because you're so used to having everybody take, you know, you're so used to having everybody take from you, but that's not normal. That's not right. That's not balanced. That is not what alignment looks like. If you are a healer, if you are generous, if you are kind, everybody else around you should be on that same vibe. You might have people that you heal and help out, out there in the world, maybe in your job, maybe in your ministry maybe who you're supposed to help and encourage and motivate or whatever the case may be but everybody isn't in your life isn't a project everybody in your life shouldn't be an empty vessel for you to pour into and if they are an empty vessel then they have to have more people around them to support them because you can't support everybody on your own people pleasers feel this huge responsibility of always having to show up always having to be the last one to leave and the first one to get there I have to do this I have to do this I can't say no I have to always show up but why you know people pleasers are overachievers you're always going to try to do whatever you can to make everybody's life easier even if it comes at the expense of you 
And as a people pleaser, you have to understand that the way you've been conditioned to think is wrong and nobody really even cares about the stuff that you do for them. Doesn't that suck? Doesn't that suck? As a people pleaser, you probably have the least amount of people that show gratitude for you every day. But the people that are selective about who they pour into, they get that gratitude poured back into them so much to where they don't even have to try to get things from people. A people pleaser is always going to be lacking in something. You're going to be too stressed. You're going to need some extra money. You're going to need some extra time. You're going to need some words of encouragement. You're always going to be running on low because you constantly give and give and give to other people. When you give to yourself first and you are on full you can totally see things differently. But as a people pleaser, a lot of times you are empty yourself. In giving to others, you feel that's going to fulfill you and it doesn't. Like I said, it might be a temporary satisfaction because we do feel that dopamine when people smile at us, when people are happy about it, when people say, gosh, I don't know what I would do without you. Sometimes after so long, it literally becomes like the Pavlov experiment where they ring the bell and then the dog salivates before they even get the toy. Y'all see somebody in need and you salivate before you even help them. You start to drool before they can even give you gratitude because just them being in need is enough for you. Because you feel like if you're if somebody is in need, that's your place to shine. That's your place to show up and show out. That's why you have to put your hand up before you even know what's going on. Somebody need help, I'm here. But that's not how it should be. Because when you do that, when you're always the first to jump on it, when you're always the first to offer your help, offer your energy, when you're always the person to say yes, when you're always the person to put whatever you have on the back burner immediately for somebody else, you're going to constantly come across people that want to take advantage of that. And I know I used the analogy before where I said you have to treat yourself like a very expensive state-of-the-art rehab center. If people want to go to your rehab center, it's going to be $1,000 a day. It's going to have to be extra meals included. They're going to have to be in their own room. It's going to be real intensive therapy. And you know what you're going to get? You're going to get people that really, 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 really want to get better. Only the people that are serious about their healing are going to come to you because they know what you expect. If you're a free clinic on the side of the road and you're letting everybody walk in and get a place to sleep and get some food, ain't ever is there, there's never going to be a bed open. There's never going to be food for the people that need it. You're going to be so depleted when the time comes for you to really, really be who you need to be for somebody. You're going to resent your gifts. You're going to resent that you're kind. You're going to resent that you love these people. And it's going to give you a hard heart. It's going to put you in a space where now you're the person that's begging for everybody. Just how everybody's always begging you. Now you're the person who's looking for everybody to fulfill you because you're so empty. Because the people that are taking from a people pleaser, they're empty as well. They're empty too. They know you're going to feed them nonstop and you feeding them nonstop is feeding a part of you. So it's an unhealthy relationship. It's a codependency that can last literally for a lifetime. I feel we often see people that are in these relationships for a lifetime with their parents, with their siblings, with their children, even with their friends, even with their job. You know, sometimes we can be people pleasers on our job where we always say yes. We never try to stick to what we want. We always want to show up for everybody else and look like the model employee or the model friend. When people think about the model employee, they won't even think about you. They won't even think about you. And that's so crazy, but I feel that we all kind of have this 
I feel as humans, we all kind of just know when someone's trying too hard. And as a people pleaser, you are trying real, 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 real hard to be a good friend, a good partner, look like a good person, look like you always show up. And I think that people can see through that. And that doesn't mean that they don't feel like you are, you know, giving. It doesn't mean that they feel disconnected from your giving. But I feel like they don't really respect it the same and they don't cherish it the same because it's always available to them, you know? Like, let's say, for example, if you have somebody that cooks every day, eventually you'll get tired of them showing up to your house with food. But if you have somebody that cooks a great meal once a year, you will wait all year and that will be the one meal that you remember. You won't remember the person that cooked for you every day. It's not always a good thing to show up for people all of the time. You know, and the reason I say that is because it's not doing what you think it's doing. You think it's making you look strong. It's not. You think it's making you look like a good person. It's not. It's doing the opposite. It's making people think like, dang, I can always call on this person because they don't ever have anything going on. And if they do, it's not important to them. What I have going on is more important to them. That's why they get so offended when you finally say no, because you've conditioned them. You've showed them that they are more important than you. You've conditioned them now to believe that what you have going on doesn't matter. So they won't care about your functions. Have you ever been the friend that shows up for everybody and when you have something, nobody shows up and you're like, damn, why? Because you haven't made yourself an asset. And it's not to say that you have to play a mind game and hold some of yourself back from people. Just treat yourself in a way that you love. Treat yourself in a way that makes you feel love. And people pleasing, giving yourself to people that aren't giving it, to, giving it back to you in return, that never makes you feel good, ever. If you're honest with yourself, you'll realize that that makes you feel more depleted than ever. If you think you'll feel empty without giving, giving to people that aren't pouring back into you, that will make you feel more empty if you just didn't give at all, truthfully. As a healer, as someone that is supposed to be a medicine woman, a medicine man, healing the, the people around you, connected to the people around you, if that's who you're supposed to be, you'll be better off not healing at all than going to somewhere where people don't even respect your gifts and respect your medicine and respect what you have to give them. You'll be better off just keeping it for yourself. Because that's the thing that sometimes you might forget as an over as a people pleaser. And I'm, I keep thinking of overachiever as well. And I think overachieving is a part of it too. You just want to always do more and do more and do more and do more. But it's a harsh reality that no matter how much you do, no matter how much you feel you have to heal and pour into others because that just is who you are, it's all about where you're pouring into. It's all about being more selective with that and reprogramming your mind so you feel like that makes you a better healer. Not that that makes you selfish, not that that makes you, you know, a bad friend, not that that makes you lazy. It makes you a better healer and a better person overall. So let's go ahead and get into some ways to kind of overcome specifically. I know I've been giving a lot of background, just kind of helping you guys understand the people pleaser mindset a little bit, getting a little depth into it and just helping you realize that you're really not getting anything out of it. So I think the first thing is for you to realize the type of giver that you are without people always in your pockets and always in your energy. So really ask yourself, are you comfortable donating your money? Are you comfortable donating your time? Are you comfortable donating your energy? your love, your advice. And if you are, then what spaces are you comfortable donating that energy into? What spaces are you comfortable giving that part of yourself to? Do you only want to give advice to people that you know are going to listen to the advice? 
then okay, set a boundary there. Do you not wanna lend anybody any money anymore? Set a boundary there. Do you not wanna lend anybody your time anymore? Do you wanna set a boundary where if you have plans, you're not gonna cancel them no matter what for anybody else? You know, start to think about spaces where you allow people to get too much of your time, too much of your energy. And don't act like you don't know because I know you already got stuff coming to your head. So don't act like you don't know, okay? I know the ideas are already popping up. So write these things down and really see on paper and visualize how you can better give yourself to people. Now, after you think about all of those things, figure out how you can pour into yourself more. Because like I said, a people pleaser is typically putting themselves on the back burner. So really think about how you can give yourself more money, more time, more love, more advice, more care, more support, the things that you're constantly trying to serve everybody else. Give it to yourself. Give it to yourself. I always feel like the thing that we need the most, we give to everybody else. If you're somebody that always gives advice to everybody, I bet your life is a mess. And I know because of my life be a mess. And I am queen oracle as far as anybody else is concerned. I got all the wisdom. But when it comes to me solving things in my own life or me having to discover things that I need to discover, it can be a challenge. It can be difficult. So if you are someone that always gives, 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 of course you need that. That is what you need to do for yourself. So think about how you love to give. Do you love to let people stay at your place when they come to town because you love to give somebody a nice, warm, relaxing environment? How about you give yourself that? How about you give yourself that? If you love to cook for people, how about you cook for yourself for once? I guarantee you, the people that cook for everybody rarely cook for themselves. It gets to the point where you don't do it for yourself anymore. It gets to that point. If you always praying for everybody, you always the advice friend, when you need things in your own life, you might not even have the energy to pray for yourself. You might not even have the energy. If you always financially helping everybody else out, how can you help yourself out? How can you help yourself out a little bit further down the line? So maybe you can take a trip. So maybe you can, you know, invest in yourself and your business. So maybe you can, you know, elevate some things in your home and do whatever you want to do versus putting everybody else needs this first financially. How can you take better care of yourself? If you're always helping everybody else with their business and setting their stuff up and connecting them with people, how can you do that for yourself? If you're always helping people network, how can you do that for you? A lot of times the way that we try to help everybody else, the way we try to pour into ourselves are things that we need. So you really, really, really wanna pour into yourself. Also, start telling people no and see how they respond to you. And ask yourself if you still feel comfortable giving giving to them when you see how they respond to you. Because if you tell somebody no for the first time and they act like you've never told them yes, what did Beyonce say? The first time I said no, it's like I never said yes. What's the problem? The first time I said no, all of my yeses have been washed clean because now they are spoiled. Now their ego is involved. Now they're taking it personally. Now they feel like they own you. How somebody that ain't you feel like they entitled to your time, your energy, your money, your love, your care, your support. I don't understand it. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Start telling people no. And you don't have to be mean about it. Just tell them, hey, I already have plans. I'm not going to be able to make it. Or, hey, I already have something going on. I'm not going to be able to cancel. You know, start to say no. Start to put yourself first and see if people are like, okay, no problem. Well, you know, what's going on with you? Or see if they get an attitude. If they try to make you feel jealous, if they try to make you feel like you're a bad friend, if they gaslight you and then ask yourself, have I shown up for this person? 
Have I always told this person yes? Have I always given them what I need? So why am I in a space where I can't say no? I'm in a space where I can't take a break. If you're in a relationship where you can't take a break from your giving, then that's when you know that's not a relationship for you to be in. We all need a break. And in every relationship, there should be give and take across the board. If y'all, if one person is giving financially, the other person needs to give financially. And if you're not the type of giver financially, then you need to let your friend know, hey, you know, I'm not the type of person to do that. You know, let people know if you're the type of person to give a lot of advice and you have people in your life that aren't like that, you need to have a conversation with them. Are your needs matching up? Are you able to pour into them how they're able to pour into you? If you need a lot of support mentally and you have people in your life that don't understand that, how is that supporting you? How is that helping you? I feel like a lot of times, you know, a people pleaser is surrounded by people that only value them for what they can bring to the table. And getting back into, you know, childhood stuff and what we experience in our past, a lot of times we're conditioned to feel like we are only worth what we can bring to the table. And that is the farthest thing from the truth. I feel like this also comes from how we're raised. If you saw your mother do all of the cooking and cleaning and run herself into the ground, then you might feel like that's the type of person that you have to do um, to, you know, just get the get the love and get the appreciation. You know, you might feel like you have to become that type of person to be seen as someone that's really, you know, doing the work to be seen as someone that's really accomplished. You know, if you grew up seeing your dad, you know, be a single parent and work really, 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 really hard and you know always say yes and always put everybody else before themselves and never take a day off even when they had a day off they found something else to do that might make you feel like okay if I want to be a provider if I want to be strong if I want to you know show people I love them then this is how I show that love if you always had to take care of your siblings always had to say yes always had to share could never have the autonomy over your own life to say hey i don't want to do this hey I don't want to go there then you might be a people pleaser you might feel that way Growing up, I had so much control over what I did and I am so grateful to my parents for that. If they signed me up for karate or swim lessons or anything, I could literally take one class and be like, I don't wanna do that anymore. And they'd be like, okay. I didn't have to do it just because they paid for it. I didn't have to take a class just because they wanted me to. And that's how all of my siblings are raised, my younger siblings and I, you know, we were all raised to try different things and be creative and step into different spaces. But when I was at school, I saw the type of response that I would get from people when I would just be myself and it wasn't enough. You know, I would get teased. People would say I would talk like a white girl. People would tease me and make fun of me. So I felt like I needed to be different. I felt like I needed to maybe be more funny or just try to be in the background so I can always avoid confrontation or maybe always say yes. You know, if someone asks for something off of your plate in the cafeteria, at lunch, if you don't want to argue, you might just say, yeah, here, have it. You know, when you're used to being bullied, sometimes you become a people pleaser because you feel like I have to give people what they want. So they leave me alone. So they just, you know, keep me in the background. I don't want to stir up any confusion. I don't want to ruffle anybody's feathers. I just need to just stay in the background. If somebody asks for something here, just take it. I'd rather this than, you know, be in a space where I feel like, you know, I'm not safe or be in a space where I'm feeling anxious. And none of that is good, you know, but these are all deep rooted issues that we have to kind of understand. And I was a people pleaser up until the pandemic, you know, and I had gotten out of a relationship 
And I had realized that I didn't even know who I was outside of that relationship. I didn't know what I liked. I didn't know what movies I liked. I didn't know what kind of music I liked. I didn't, I hadn't been to the club in so long because this person didn't even go out. So I didn't even know what I wanted to wear if I was going out or if I, if that was even my thing anymore, I lost touch of who I was because my sole purpose was being someone else for somebody else being a many different people for many different people in my life. And I think when you are a people pleaser, you you carry on so many different roles that who you truly are gets lost in the sauce. You forget who you truly are. You forget your gifts. You forget the promise that God has put over your life. You are supposed to be something specific. And the people that are just pulling and pulling and pulling from you, they'll never help you realize your true potential. I see my true potential now when I pour into people that pour right back into me. I see my true potential now when I can see myself grow and elevate and expand and I can see people right along with me doing the same thing. When they're not good, if I'm not good. When they're not gonna be looking for me to give to them, if they see I'm in need, they're gonna give to me first and replenish me to my full capacity before they even ask me for anything. You know, or where we don't even ask for things from each other, we just show up when we know each other needs something because that's how in alignment we are. It should be easy to give. It should be easy to love. It should be easy to connect with people in love, in relationships, in happiness, in life, in joy. We should be able to experience, you know, giving and receiving in happiness and freedom. But a lot of times people put a lot of salt and a lot of, you know, pressure on us to meet all of these unrealistic expectations. But like I said, you start saying no to people. You start saying no. You start dressing how you want to dress. You start wearing your hair how you want to wear it at work. You'll see how people really feel about you. When you take off that mask and you become who you truly are, it might be very, very uncomfortable because I know for a fact, whenever I became who I really wanted to be, who I really truly am, after I got out of that relationship, the person I was with looked at me and talked to me like they had never even met me before. And they felt like they didn't even know me because they were like, I don't even know this person. You are a stranger to yourself when your sole goal is pleasing everybody else because that's not why we're here on this earth. Your purpose is not to fucking please. No one's purpose is to please. You might have a purpose to heal, but what does a healer need? A healer needs someone that is ready to be healed. A healer doesn't just heal everybody. Jesus wasn't just healing everybody come to me if you're ready to be healed then i got you if you're ready to be healed you gonna go out and tell everybody how i healed you and you're gonna spread the good news and spread my beautiful energy to the world then go ahead spread the joy that i give you that's what you want the people that you pour into as a people pleaser they'll never be happy you'll give and give and give and they'll still be complaining they'll still be miserable because their satisfaction will never come from receiving how yours comes from giving some people receive so much it doesn't even make them feel good but when you're a giver and somebody gives back to you and you finally receive for the first time it's like fucking christmas it's like the best gift ever because you've been giving and giving for so long you forgot how good it is to just sit back and receive so as a people pleaser, there's a lot of things that you have to think about, of course. There's a lot of stuff that I said, a lot of stuff you have to be mindful of, but it's so possible to create better relationships. So think about what kind of relationships you wanna create and really challenge yourself to be your true self. Challenge yourself to say no and challenge yourself to give in a way that serves you. Every way that you give does not make you feel good, but there are ways that you give that make you feel fulfilled. So focus on giving in those ways. Focus on pouring into yourself and others in ways that elevate you, that make you grow that make you expand versus giving and giving and giving to the point where you're empty and now you're just getting into a negative balance you're not even ever going to be in the green again if you keep on this you know path because people 
will take from you until you in the grave. And I'm sure that if you are a people pleaser, then you probably have a mom or a grandma or somebody else in your lineage that was also very, 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 very giving. And I'm sure they still have friends and children and people around them that pull and pull and pull from them. And people will do it as long as you allow them to. So people pleasers unite. I challenge you guys to revisit why you feel this way, revisit what this makes you feel like, revisit who you want to be in giving, who you want to be in friendship, and just challenge yourself to become something different. It already is who you are on the inside. It's just been buried under all of the falsities that you have to sacrifice yourself for love, that you have to sacrifice your peace of mind for friendship. You don't have to. You don't have to. It's a lie. It's a lie. Okay. I can definitely do a part two for the people pleasers. If you guys are interested in a part two, make sure you check out the Instagram at sacred solidarity. I'm going to be making a post about this. And if you're in the group chat, let me know how you feel about this in the group chat. If you want a part two, if you have questions, I appreciate you guys for being here. I'm sure this will be the first of many conversations that we have. Um, we've already had so many conversations about setting your boundaries and getting what you deserve and all of that. So this is another conversation of the same vibe, but you know, just a little bit of a different topic as always but yes I appreciate you guys I hope you enjoyed this conversation about you know people pleasing and releasing that where it comes from how to let it go and a little bit about the mindset um, that comes from someone that is giving someone that is taking and how you can be in a healthier space with that giving um, but I appreciate you guys again I love y'all and I thank you guys for being here and I will see you guys next time bye bless <laughs>